if favor now should greet are sorry Allah must receive the glory once in the great and glorious city of Baghdad there was a caliph commander of the faithful and ruler of all Islam the people of Baghdad loved their ruler yet one thing mystified them all who came before him were amazed by his intimate knowledge of their daily lives the caliph has a thousand eyes muttered some glancing behind them for spies but the caliph's real secret was this each afternoon he and his trusted vizier ally ben manzar would disguise themselves as merchants and slip through a hidden door in the palace wall then they would roam the bazaars of the city listening to the talk and gossip of the day one afternoon as the caliph and his vizier made their way through the market an old and wizened man thrust one of his wares under the caliph's nose what a lovely snuff box look ally ben manzar see the intricate carving and jeweled inlay peddler what will you ask for it just one gold coin the caliph gave him two took the box and walked on Reaching the ed edge of the city, the caliph and his vizier strolled through the parks and orchards beyond. At last they stopped to rest by a quiet lake. I wonder if my new box holds any snuff. The caliph opened the tiny box and found it filled with pungent powder. But what is this? He pulled a piece of parchment from the underside of the lid. Vizier craned his neck to see. What does it say, glorious lord? A sniff of snuff for wings to soar, castle of air for hands once more. Why, I believe this snuff is magic. He looked longingly at the sky. I've always wanted to see my city from the air. Perhaps we should be cautious. What if the charm fails to change us back? If the snuff works, then surely the magic word will too. Come, let us try our luck. He held out the box and reached, and each took a pinch of snuff. Then together, they inhaled the powder. A flurry of wings, beaks, and feathers, and there, in place of the caliph and his vizier, stood two storks. Wonderful! The caliph says, snapping and clattering his beak, for that is how storks talk. A human would have heard only, clap, clap. But since both the caliph and his vizier were now birds, Ally ben Manzar understood perfectly. Clap, clap! Quite amazing! Clap, clap! Let us test our wings. The two storks rose into the air, circling higher and higher. Spread below were meadows, ornament, gardens, orchards, and fields of crops. The great river Tigris flowed slowly across the plain, sprouting canals along its length, and basking on the banks of the river was Baghdad, capital of all Islam, city of peace. Breathtaking, is it not? Come, let us fly over the city. Soon they soared above the streets, canals, bridges, and clay brick, clay brick buildings of Baghdad. In courtyard and bazaar, people bought and sold, worked and rested, fought and prayed, stoled and chased, kissed and parted, laughed and wept. Truly, a stork knows more of this city than the caliph himself. As evening drew near, the vizier called. 
Glorious Lord, we had best return to the palace. Back they flew to the lake and landed by the snuff box. The caliph once more read the parchment, then cried, Castle of Air! And there stood two storks. Castle of Air! Castle of Air! Castle of Air! But storks they remained. Ali Ben Menzar, you try it! Castle of Air! Castle of Air! But no matter how they called and hopped and flapped their wings, nothing changed. At last they stood exhausted. It seems some enemy has led us into this enchantment. But what can we do? I know of nothing. Without the proper word to break the spell, we may never regain our true forms. The sun dipped into the lake as the two storks stood lost in thought. Finally, the caliph said, Stork or not, my stomach aches for food. What are we to eat? My glorious lord, we must eat whatever stork eats. Fish and mice, frogs and toads, snakes and eels, snails and slugs, worms and grubs. So the storks poked their beaks among rushes at the lake edge and into holes along the bank. When they had eaten as much as they could bear, each stood on one leg, crossed the other leg against it, hid his beak among his breast feathers, and slept. The next morning they hid the snuff box and flew to the palace. From high on a turret they watched the frantic scene within the palace walls. Soldiers, courtiers, servants rushed about in search of the caliph and vizier. A search the storks knew too well was in vain. Look, guys, the caravan approaches. Through the streets of Baghdad came a magnificent procession of horsemen, camel riders, and servants on foot. At its head rode a horseman in regal dress. By the beard of the prophet, it is my brother Omar. He has long coveted my throne. The caravan reached the gate, and the horsemen called to the guards. I am Omar, brother to, to the caliph. I have learned by secret means that the caliph is missing and will not return. As true successor of the Prophet Muhammad, I have come to take my brother's palace place as commander of the faithful ruler of all Islam. Do not open the gates! But all that was heard from the caliph by the startled people below was, And when they looked up, all they saw was two storks, one of them hopping madly, flapping its wings and clattering its beak. You see, even the storks welcome me. Open the gate. The gate opened and Omar rode through in triumph. High on Tourette, the caliph stood silent and still. Glorious Lord, we can do nothing here. Let us fly far from the city. In solitude, we may find the strength to bear our fate. The two soared away, beyond the city and the plains, to a lonely forest in the foothills of the great mountains. There they began their new life. They dined on tree toads and fish and tried not to speak of Baghdad or the affairs of a caliph. One, one afternoon, the storks wandered into a different part of the forest. How gloomy and silent it is he here. Not even a rustle of leaves. Just then, a quick tap-tap-tap made them jump. They turned to see a woodpecker hunting for worms in the bark of a tree. To their amazement, tears flowed from the woodpecker's eyes. Good woodpecker, why do you weep? 
Why should I not? You were born a bird and have no, no, no other life. But I am a princess. The evil sorcerer Kadur threw his this spell upon me, for I would not marry him, and a bird I must remain till another man asked me to w wed. <laughs> Imagine him, him proposing to a bird. Do you see now why I weep? I do. But how did you come to this forest? Is the sorcerer himself hereabouts? The woodpecker pointed with her beak. There is a clearing nearby. He meets there every night with his magicians. Come, Ali ben Menzar. We may find a way to help our little friend, and perhaps ourselves as well. <laughs>